Greetings, Force users of all ages. Welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast where we get to the guts of what makes Star Wars meaningful to us. <laughs> As always, I'm Dino Nicandros, and I'm joined by Alyssa Simmons. Hello. And Daniel Dawson. It's a trap! <laughs> Shit. And uh, today we are diving back into Bad Batch. This is episode five, Rampage. Directed by, uh, excuse me, directed by Stuart Lee, written by Tamara Beaker Wilkinson. And by God, Star Wars fans. Oh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Star Wars inside the Tauntaun. This is our podcast opening song. Alyssa, Daniel, and Dino talking about Star Wars. Like and subscribe. Well, happy Memorial Day. Happy yes. Memorial Day! Uh, I think we'd be remiss not to uh, thank all of the fine people serving in our country's military and all of their families. Absolutely. And all the ones who did. Mm-hmm. Right, all in, in, in the past and in the, in the and present. Are. We greatly appreciate it. Um, thank you for fighting for our freedom. We appreciate it so much. Guys, I had too much coffee today. I'm going to be singing oh. everything that I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, no. We're in for a treat. Oh, brother. Uh, oh, Woo. What do your Memorial we- Day weekends look like? Um, I am having... These days? Like, you mean, yeah, like this this year. This year. Well, currently, right. I am sitting in my closet. <laughs> yeah, well, it, we're recording on uh, Sunday, so technically Memorial Day is tomorrow. and The magic is gone. I am having a little barbecue with my family. Cute! Adorable. Yeah, Cute! So my dad is going to make some hamburgers, and we're going to... That that's like an iconic family Memorial Day. It is. It, it is. is. Yeah. Do, do y'all have plans, or ideas for plans what about you dino i will be watching war movies all day Ooh. oh what's, what's your on, first choice yeah, what's on the list well my favorite movie of all time and it vacillates but my favorite movie of all time is Patton. oh my god it's mm-hmm. not a star wars film whoa if you haven't seen it your favorite movie other Academy than star Award wars winning turn as general Patton, and it is a spectacularly well done movie do you know that I've never seen that, and I feel really bad about it because That's it's such right. an iconic. I know a lot film. of people who haven't, but I mean, it's kind that... of faded out of the. I mean, it was it was came out in 1970, so it's right. Yeah, but that that one scene. Am I am I right? Is it's that one scene where he's standing in front of the flag, mm-hmm. like that? That's like a like such an iconic. Hold him by the nose and kick him in the ass. There is like <laughs> countless films that have like paid homage or made yeah. fun of Just, that yeah. particular scene. It's like yes. such an iconic thing. Um, so yeah, I feel stupid for not having seen that. Well, how could you? You're stupid for many reasons, but that is not one. <laughs> You're correct. That is correct. <laughs> what um, are you doing, Daniel? What am I doing? I actually, I, I have a plan. I'm going to I'm going to a friend's house uh, for a little outdoor pool vagina. It's going to be very nice. Nice. And when I say vagina, I just, you know, that when uh, when you don't have any together. other words, just say it's a get-together yeah. of sorts. Okay. <laughs> you know, when you have no other words to say, you say vagina. Well, you do. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. you do. You do that. It will be That all sounds that all sounds dandy. I still can't believe Dandy. That's my name, you know. It's not. Your name yes, is Yes, it is. Your it's... your Christian name is Dandy. But <laughs> Christian, he is not a Christian. Your Christian name? No, Dan D. Short for dandelion. Is your no. name dandelion? No. <laughs> no. Daniel Dawson Daniel is my dandelion name. Dawson. Dan you D. You heard it here, everyone. Oh, ah, Dan. That's me. 
Dan DeLion. I, I got it now. I am a lion. Wow. Rawr. No, it's not. Anyways, you, you <laughs> Do you know what were you going to say? You said, I can't believe, and then the dandelion. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even I, sure. I can't believe. I can't believe that. Um. <laughs> well. Oh, oh, no, I know. I can't believe. I, I think I remember like what I was doing on Memorial Day last year, and I mm. can't believe it has been a year from that day. Truly. And it's it's not actually night and day. Yes, you know. it's right. such a strange passage of time. I I was telling um someone that it feels like so much time has passed and also like not any. Yeah. Right. Like the year I, of the well, pandemic. Yeah. Like it just doesn't mm-hmm. like it felt it felt kind of like long while we were in it. And now that <laughs> yeah. I like look back at it, I'm like, wow, I don't even feel like that year happened. It's yeah, so it feels weird. like I, I remember 2019 very vividly, the entire year really, and mm-hmm. then it feels like there was a record scratch, and then, tw- <laughs> and, then and then May 2021. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I legitimately forgot what age I was turning this year. I had a birthday like last week or whatever, and I was like, that "Wait, is... how old am I?" Because the last year, I'm like, "I I did live that. I'm very grateful <laughs> that I was alive and I lived you that year, that. but." It doesn't feel like a year. No. No, it doesn't. Well, We made it. We're here. We're alive. We're here. Or we are still we? Have... Is, this, is this some weird limbo? It's all a simulation. Well, <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> you know, there was a... Uh, I was, like, actually um, reading some article. These, like, astrophysicists were all getting together and talking about things. And this is going to be, like, really existential shit. But they... Uh, they theorized that there is like a 50% chance, although I think since recently they have lowered that chance, but at the time they were saying there was a 50, 50, 50% chance that we were already in a virtual simulation. Oh, I don't like that number. <laughs> That's a yeah. really high number. I really hate that a lot. And, and uh, they know far more than I do, but I don't buy it. I don't either. No, I don't either. I, I mean, because... I don't think they do. There's either, too many honestly. variables that, like, yeah. it just. I mean, yeah. Anyway, but it's a, it is a fun and interesting thing to think what, about. Well, since since we're talking current events, what do we think about UFOs? Oh, bitch! Oh. We, aliens. Do, do we think? Do we think these are aliens, or do we think they are um, blips in the in the, uh, the the cameras? The you know the yeah. monitoring software. Oh no no no! This is. Could it be foreign governments testing weapons? Could it be us testing advanced aircraft? No, honestly, this is like you know how we were wondering like you know what Yoda was up to, like in those years in between the films. Like this is it. Like he came here. <laughs> hmm. So your answer mm-hmm. is it's Yoda. So Yoda. <laughs> it's Yoda. <laughs> He's just checking okay. out Final other <laughs> other universes. You know, galaxies far, far away. He's like, right. Yeah, I think so. Okay. No, it's totally aliens. Hella. I, I hope it's it- aliens. I hope they're here to save us. Yeah. Save From us. ourselves. <laughs> Deliver us. Um, mm. I don't know, honestly. I used to be like a big believer in aliens, and, yeah. and I'm sure something, some other like life form of some kind is out there, obviously. Sure. But um, oh, I think you've I seen think contact, it's... right? You're a lesbian. <laughs> I don't know. Let me check. <laughs> uh... <laughs> right? Have you seen contact? Beep, boop, boop. Yep, I have. See, I told you. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but that line from that movie. <laughs> Wait, I, am I, I a lesbian? What? What? Check. Am I a lesbian then? You're absolutely a lesbian if you've seen contact. <laughs> so. yes. If you've seen contact, you are a lesbian. <laughs> you are 100% a lesbian. Um, no, but. Uh, uh, the, that line from that movie, I think about it all the time. The um, it, it's like if there's like I, I can't remember how it begins. Like if there's nobody out there, then it's just an awful waste of space. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. which is like such a great thing because there's so much universe out there. How could we not? Well, yeah, of course. You think about how like minuscule like our galaxy is in yeah. in the sense of like the entire universe and yeah one and 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 uh, like a riff says. on that line has always been used to partially justify faith. It's like, if, sure. if, if this is all there is, then yikes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Then what is the point? Yeah, right. 
Totally. You know? yeah. Oh my God, you guys. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, existential we went today. really heavy nine minutes and 40 seconds into heavy. this talk. Woo. Well, um. Bad batch. <laughs> bad batch. <laughs> Let's uh, get back who, to that. Yeah, who, who would have thought we needed such a in-depth background on the rancor species i yeah how how dare them i mean i guess there was part of me that as a kid that felt bad for the rancor when he died especially been that that amazing actor his performance when he came out and was like like all sad about it i mean (laughs) i love that guy he's so great so great but i mean like oh my god now we we like We've seen this this rancor as a child. No baby. Oh well, my god. The, let the great rancor debate begin. Oh yeah, lots of people okay. say yes, same rancor. Lots of people oh, say Oh, you think it's a different no. one? Yeah. Well, so the, oh, so the rancor's name in Jabba's palace, uh-huh. he was officially named in canon. Right. It is Patissa. Yes, uh, different name. And this uh, was obviously uh, named Moochie. Moochie. Such a cute name. So, do we know the, the do we know the lifespan of a of a rancor? I don't off the top of my head. If you know the lifespan of a rancor, yell it out wherever it you the, are. It <laughs> yell it. Scream from the top of your lungs. If you're at the gym, if you're on a run, if you are in your car, just scream it right now. <laughs> now, so Hold theory on number one, it isn't it. the same rancor, but this just shows how Jabba acquires them, and he probably has gone through a few of them. Yes. Or he has so, multiple. That, that is yeah, believable. He's just got multiple rancors kind of on, on backlog. Right. I have just found. <laughs> no, wait. What? This is on ancestry.com. That no. can't be right. <laughs> that can't be right. Is this rancor life if, expectancy? The average if, life expectancy if, for rancor in 1967 was 86. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know rancors were at the front lines of the civil rights movement? No, yeah, they sure were. Yeah, Incredible. that makes sense. That what is the not. Heck? 100 so weird. I gotta read more into that, but I'm sure it's maybe like yeah. If you read it on ancestry.com or Screen Rant, it didn't happen. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine there, which is amazing. There, there is, there is a family out there named Rancor. Oh my God! What if your name Peter and Jill Rancor? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, Alyssa Rancor. Child Patissa. (laughs) She's so cute. Their adopted child Patissa. Oh wow. Yeah, that's um when I was researching other, you know, what Easter eggs did I not discover myself? That was the big the big debate of this episode was Yeah, there were some cute um Easter eggs in this episode for sure. So so obviously the uh the other alternative is this is just a retcon. Retconning a retcon. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, well, um, and where where did we get that that canon knowledge of his name? Um I don't I don't remember. Off the top of my head, I'm curious if it was from but the it was book recent. or if it, like, oh, it, it was, was recent. Fa- it was fairly recent. Oh, okay, well then that would be weird if they would retcon it like so, so, so recent. That doesn't make any sense. But pff, you could be right. I don't but, know. But, uh, I think I saw something about it on Den of Geek. Let me see if I can find that. Mm-hmm. But all, all that to say, um, yeah, we now understand rancors have a social hierarchy, mm-hmm. and that I and I I had no idea, but that they are. Uh, almost sentient, right? Yeah, like yeah, they, they're not people. Like they can't think like we do, but they are a step above other animals. They have and feelings. They have feelings and emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they need so to be semi-sentient. In order to, they they, they got to know who the alpha dog is. You know. Yes. Right, and Wrecker is the king of the rancors. Right, he is now discovered. He is now the rancors. He is worthy. <laughs> To oh lead my the god! Rancors. Well, and apparently Arimiga, which I thought yes. was so cute that she yes. like rode him in at the end of the yeah that the was episode. Really cute. Very very cute. Um. Okay. Can we also just talk about that? I don't know. I feel like I feel like this episode for me confirmed uh my suspicions of her force sensitivity. You know, with just her, because her being like, and, "You're yeah, Sid." Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. Yeah. I've been right. Force sensitivity kid. Uh, yeah. She didn't have a fucking yeah. name tag or anything. Like, it's yeah. like, how in the hell she just walked straight up to that chick and was just like, "You're Sid," you know? And it's like, what? Yeah, and and I remember we debated like w- the two theories being she was either 
an amalgamation of all of them. Right. Mm-hmm. And just a super soldier, or she was force sensitive, and I think she's force sensitive. And hey, you know, there's a plausibility that they, they could be both, you know? It could, yeah, definitely could be both. But yeah. as far as we know, none of them can do what she just did. Yes. You know what right. I mean? Like Hunter would be the one that I th- is the super perceptive one, and he's now dropping people's names. You know, like, as you said, Daniel, she, she's, uh, she's in tune. Yeah. With a greater power. Another, she's seeing something that nobody is seeing. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Very, very interesting. Or me, Um, Also, I'm very interested about Sid. Like, I love this new character that they've introduced. Rhea Perlman. I, she cheers. is so freaking amazing. I love that actress. Literally, right She's when great. she started talking, I was like, that has to be Rhea Perlman. But <laughs> yes. she sounds so, like, kind of subdued and, yeah. like, older, which yeah. she yeah. Right. is. Which she is. Right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, but, yeah, how fun to get her voicing Sid. Yeah. A, and she a, was really great. Like, I... Uh, I I loved the the uh, dialogue specifically for her mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she kind of throws barbs around like Rhea Perlman does. Totally, yeah. She she looks over at Wrecker. Oh, look, it talks. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah it's she it, said, you like, you can tell times like the you know the kid is obviously the brains of your operation. Yes, <laughs> I I think that it it's, it it, it kind of shows at least in my mind that. I mean, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but it feels like they they wrote it with her in mind, or mm-hmm. I mean, right? Or they maybe they they had a script and they were like, "Oh wait, no, she needs to say this because this is something that she would totally say." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, certainly. Her, the actress, I mean, as opposed to the the character, but yeah. Um, so the whole the whole purpose of them seeking out Sid uh, is because they're they're trying to figure out who hired. Well, they're trying to figure out the identity of the bounty hunter. Of the bounty hunter and and who hired Fennec. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. And they go to... Uh, Ord Mantell. Ord Mantell. How yeah. fun. Which has uh, was first mentioned by Han Solo <laughs> yeah. in, Empire in Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. where he said, I ran into a bounty hunter on Ord Mantell. I love it. I love so it. So on and so forth. And it has showed up elsewhere. Yes. Uh, yeah, the other time, which I... Clone I, Wars I, related material. I missed, um, but it was also in the N64 game, Shadows of the Empire. Yes. Yeah, I was going to yes. say, it's, it's appeared in a couple of different video games. There, there were a couple nods to Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. In, yeah, with the... Um, uh, the the, the Fallines. The Fallines. yeah. So, the, so this is... The Fallines. they're the... Uh, the, the, the green-skinned folk. Oh, I was going to say they're like the the Supremes but like Star Wars style. <laughs> right. The Fallines. The Fallines, the Fallines. <laughs> but a super deep dive the the main villain of Shadows of the Empire was Prince Shizor and he yes. is a Falline and they have long mm. been associated with Black Sun Crime Syndicate, their criminal underworld and we've seen them in animated Star Wars actually. So I wouldn't be surprised if She's or like Thrawn, like some of these other famous legends villains are folded back into the yeah. Into and She's or uh, was really cool because um, he could use pheromones to manipulate people. Mm. So yeah, he had a really creepy that's seduction thing creepy, with Leia. Like it got power. really inappropriate. Delicious. <laughs> we love that. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. Yeah. Um, and while it's... we're talking about uh, creatures that we've like seen before, um, the Zygerian slavers. Oh, right. Um, we saw them in, in Clone Wars before. Um, but as I was doing a little research, they actually first appeared in a role-playing game called the Star Wars Sourcebook in oh. 1987. Oh, Where cool. they were described as humans with spikes on their faces and some other minor cosmetic differences. But when Filoni... They all wore makeup. <laughs> yeah, they wore blush. Mm-hmm. Um, Just like some eyeshadow and like... Contouring. eyeliner. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> uh, but Filoni said he wanted to avoid having them look like uh, live-action aliens. Oh, interesting. So uh, he sort of revamped and redesigned them um, using coyotes. As an inspiration, yep. which is that's exactly oh, what I they look that. like. Totally what sure. they look like. Yeah. yeah. Eastern European coyotes. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. Um, they all uh, the Zagarians also uh, ride on a uh, reptavian, which is a, a term for uh, a reptile that also flies. You know. 
because it's and aviate and uh, avian tours. Is it the, the Brizac or the, the, the Brazac? Uh, the Brizac, yeah. yeah. And uh, we we met them in, in Clone Wars episode, uh, Slaves of the Republic. Mm. Oh, right, yes. Because of the whole slaver mm-hmm, thing, right. Mm-hmm. Right, which so is also some... where we saw... Didn't we see the that like light whip in that episode too or no? Was that something else? We've seen the light We've whip seen before. That before right? But I couldn't remember where. Same. But the light whip actually reminded me light of uh, when Hunter is facing the leader of the group and they're battling with the the light whip. It reminded yeah. me of Iron Man two. Mm. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yes. for sure. That in the in the, the the fight Monaco when he, oh, ra- yeah. he wraps he wraps the thing around, around his arm and then knocks and him like, out. Like, yeah, totally. Um. Also, I know this is I don't it, because I'm just like an '80s like child. Um, but also Captain EO. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's what I was thinking of. Oh. Michael Jackson just getting... <laughs> <laughs> um, With also, Angelica Houston just... Oh, my gosh. Getting her she, getting her witch thing on. She's so fucking great. She really is. Um, we also saw uh, Omega picks up an, en- an energy bow. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Which we've seen before... Um, the night sisters yeah on dathomir uh-huh and um so i mean were the like because these are ruins um do i what what history do we know about the ord mantel i mean um were the night sisters ever there i'm i'm just curious how that that bow ended up there i'm not sure Uh, i uh, yeah i don't know if it was just uh i wonder if if that's a common um uh, you know, underground, you know, criminal underground weapon, and well, yeah, it looks like the slavers were using it because I did uh, see, I saw at least one of them holding it. Um, so maybe they brought it there from somewhere. But else. I mean, Ord Mantell eventually became a uh, an imperial docking station. But mm-hmm. Black, the reason you see, and it's interesting that they introduced Faulines and Black Sun had a an outpost. Faulines, 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 Faulines. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. But uh so the the planet has a lot of history with with Black Sun. Um interesting that this group of Zygerians there's a little bit of world building that happens and they they talk about how with the republic gone, the the empire provides the environment mm-hmm. for for their slave trade to thrive flourish once again yeah which is kind of ironic because when you think empire you think heavy regulation uh a crackdown on criminal activity right but whoops 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 um and obviously the zygerians during this time aren't the only ones engaged in that activity you have black sun as we mentioned Mm -hmm. and crimson dawn darth Mm -hmm. maul and Mm -hmm. um which the pikes and the I'm interested to know if you guys think that the red dawn will show up in this series. Mm. The crimson dawn? Sorry, crimson dawn, thank you. Red dawn is from the movie Red Dawn. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say different from the 1980s. Very different. Good movie. Wolverines, good movie. Wolverines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's I mean it I, yeah, it's it could, it could be. Well, especially if they're going to be hanging, it seems like Sid is going to be a recurring character yeah. and kind of. Um, oh yeah, they can't just. Uh, what would you call her? A quest giver. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Come she... to me, and I will send you. A quest yes. giver under the under the title of uh, mercenary. Yeah. This is your right. yeah your D and D like tavern uh-huh. like bartender or whatever. Yeah, like the yeah exactly. This and is... and she talks about how she has contacts within the bounty hunter guild, and that's how she figures out who. Fennec is mm-hmm. uh, right, which so she probably has her hand in a few pies. Mm-hmm. Well, she, um, yeah, she was like she was working. Oh, and that's the other thing too. I several things about Sid. She's such an interest, interesting character, and like um, there's a lot of mystery there. I'm. She said that she worked with the Jedi. Um, yeah. Like, did she work with a Jedi, or did she work with several Jedi, or was she like even like in contact with the Council, or because it sounds like she's like. She's like the underbelly, so I don't feel like the council or they probably would have like turned a blind eye. They're like, we're like, you can do that, but but we're just not. You know, so I'm wondering if like, like if if there was a Jedi or several Jedi, like which ones worked with her? Because I think that that's sort of like a, uh, 
kind of like a a dirty a dirty thing for a Jedi to do. Not necessarily, you know, you know what I mean. Like we got to do what we got to do to get this done. So we're gonna right. go to her. Um, yeah, very interested. I wonder if they'll ever explain that. They might. Um, but it's she, it's fun. Yeah, she not knowing too. I guess it's hard to say, but she she might remain mysterious. Um, yeah, but um. It, does, kinda, it feels like we're not done with her though, for no, sure. No, I think she, yeah. I think she'll be back. There were some really cool uh, things in her in her office. I don't know yeah. if you saw those. There's a there was a Mandalorian helmet. Yep. Yeah. There was a clone trooper's helmet, a clone pilot's helmet. Yep. Blasters that resemble Jango Fett's. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on her desk, it looked like it was like a wampa horn. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also a large pelt and. Uh, Given, given the uh, uh, people think that it's possibly uh, belonged to a Wookiee. Oh, well, and what's interesting there is she's a Trandoshan. Yes, and they're like and, and they're hunters. They they sl- well yeah they hunt Wookies they enslave Wookies. So uh, she's and, you know and the most have... famous Trandoshan we know is Bosk. The bounty hunter who we see right. in Empire Strikes Back who does that yes. <laughs> right. scary loogie voice. That's my boss impression. That was great. It was really good. <laughs> so I, I so needless to say, she's like probably got a pretty like, you know, roller coaster ride of a morality past, I think. Mm-hmm. You know. Depending on who she she's obviously working for coin and maybe morality doesn't always you know, go the positive way for her. Um, but yeah, I just loved... Oh, I'm just curious too, like, um, when you saw that bottom half of the mouth mm-hmm. of the, the hologram where you're just like, oh, that's fucking... For, that's that's Oh, Bip Fortuna? Bip Fortuna, yeah. When I saw his nails. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I saw it like his hand, like I was like, oh, yeah, it's... It's Bip Fortuna. Um, voiced Bip again by Fortuna. Matthew Wood, yeah, who is the... He's back. The sound editor on... Uh, sound editor for Lucasfilm, and then he portrayed Bib in the after credit sequence of uh, Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Freaking dope! I love that um, he like he got looks... roped into that, and then I know. now it's just <laughs> like now it's just what he does. You are Bib Fortuna. <laughs> that is your thing. He's now. like, okay, fine. Getting into that makeup. I mean, not for Clone Wars, obviously, and Bad Batch, but like, <laughs> you know, for the. No, they made him the... do it for that too. Yeah, he had to get in in that to they be the sound him. booth. <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> nah, like six hours in now. makeup. Oh my god. Away. God almighty. Jeez. Worth it though. Looks so good. But yeah, I wonder I wonder if Bib Fortuna showing up is a harbinger of of Jabba's involvement. Well, okay, in the so, proceedings. And and you bring up an interesting point. So um well I mean I sort of related. I, I, I am curious about her like where she got the information about Fennec Shand, mm-hmm. um, you know, because she got it from somewhere. Um, and she's working. She knew Fennec was working under uh, direct commission, so this wasn't right. a guild thing. Yes, and so okay, so this is this is where I'm, and I'm curious what you guys think. So, um, we know that the Kaminoans mm-hmm. have uh, hired bounty hunters before. Um, and when, well, sorry, eh, they didn't, well, I guess that time it wasn't really hard. Anyway, my point being is that, um, Django Fett worked with Zam. Yes. Yes. Zam mm-hmm. It would make sense if Fennec was working for Boba at this point, I think. Yeah, I mean, the, like if Boba is the person that got commissioned, and then he sent her to do track that. down Omega. Uh, how Boba knows about Omega is well by by, un- by by the commission. I think I think that like that the that he that she might be working with him. No, I like how would Boba wait, know about Omega? I'm saying how would Boba know about Omega? Uh, because he was hired. Like and it's like, hey, we was need hired to- by the Kaminoans, and there, and then he hired her to, to work help with him on it. In the same way, Zam, you know, Django used Zam. Yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah he yeah. was working for Dooku. Because you know, yeah, maybe Star Wars is like poetry, la da da. I mean, yeah, it's it. There's precedent. Um, I don't know why I don't think 
it doesn't mean that she couldn't have done this on her own. And I think that that's like, you know, it, it's just a, it's a, it's a potentially big job. And I don't know, like, how well known of a bounty hunter she is at that point. Maybe they needed somebody that like. I mean, a new one that occurred to me, and I and I actually don't think it's this person. But I mean, what about Darth Maul? Yeah, well, yeah. About was, Crimson there Dawn? you go. Because I was just saying, if if Crimson Dawn's going to make their entrance, this would be a very cool way. Again, I have no, I, 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 I don't know how he would know about the inner workings of the clones and that Omega exists. And it just I mean, would be cool. <laughs> it would be cool. It would just be cool. Yeah. Right. Um, um, said, yeah, another a way to use him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. He if 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 he does have information about Omega f- through whatever means, of course he'd want a force sensitive. I mean, he's been trying to recruit several of them, sure. including Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. To so I I don't know. That's an option. That would be a um, very interesting twist for sure. If he was looking for, well, and that, that, that might be a thing too, is maybe because, you know, through the force, he's just able to sort of reach out and he knows about this force sensitive yeah. kid or something. I don't know. Be very interesting. I feel like. What if it. Yeah, I don't know. The force, the force thing might be interesting too in playing that with Omega. Mm-hmm. I like that. Or, Mika. or what if it was some, like, even more out there? What if it was some Jedi? Yeah, trying. Yeah, could be being like, I gotta go save. Hi- save I mean, I, it's not the Jedi way to hire bounty hunters, but the Jedi <laughs> got wiped out, so maybe right. I don't know who that is, but some disillusioned Jedi is trying to get her away from the Empire. I was gonna say, I mean, there's some there's some Jedi that apparently are working with Sid, who's you know, yeah. you know, yeah. or I, did. I, I don't yeah. know if they're currently working with her because it sounds like it was in the past, but you know, if that's uh. I mean, it's, it's definitely not the Jedi style. The Jedi would probably do it themselves. But sure. th- with the environment of the galaxy being the way it is, yeah, like, we need to direct like, commission. They're potentially like, like in hiding right now, too. Right. right now. Well, definitely. I mean, most definitely. Although that's still a risky because, you know, by hiring somebody, then that person knows where you are potentially, which, you know, if they get paid to find, you know, might not be good for them. Right. Yeah. But I love that theory, though. It's very interesting. I don't know. This, I don't I, know. This episode felt to me like we were finally in a groove. Yeah. Like, like it felt to me like, yep. and, and not that the past episodes have been like absurdly expositional, but it has no. been, it has been, you know, very much so like laying the groundwork for the, the like, and I think we, we said this last week, we were like, we're ready for like, we're ready to go, right. you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, it felt to me like okay, we're we're going. Now. The foundation like, has going. been laid. They're they're looking. You know, they know who Fennec is. They're mm-hmm. potentially like you know gonna find Rex one of these days. Like they're they're there's... they have the, they have more of a direct mission as opposed to like we just need to get away and hide. You know, like yes. right. there's yeah. a much more definitive plot point that they can mm-hmm. head towards. Yeah, totally. Which is yeah much more interesting. Yeah, so that was nice. So it didn't. Not that any of the, because I think the show's been great so far. Not that. Yeah. It, not that yes. anything felt clunky by any no. means. But it just. It definitely. I was like, oh, okay, like this is, this is what the show is. Like yep. this episode to me was like, this is the show. And it only took five episodes. You know, that's well. And like we were talking about a little bit at the beginning, you get to see Omega's resourcefulness and. Mm-hmm. Just little little tiny insights into her personality. She loves the calm length she gets. I mean, <laughs> it's so she's cute. really enjoying so being cute. part of the team, and it's it's fun watching them have to kind of. And she's bas- she literally, to... if it wasn't for her, the Bad Batch would probably still be yep. trapped by the slavers. So right. Oh, I thought um, of a new um a new recurring segment that we can have. So we had we had a recurring segment in the Mandalorian called Keith, and it was about Grogu. But this one is called. Oh, Rekka's head. <laughs> yeah, we got it again. We you know got what? It again. It's not going to be funny when he starts trying to kill everyone. Well, yeah. we have to we have to laugh or we'll cry. Uh, yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, but it's it's so it's getting worse apparently. It is so beyond coincidental now. Yeah. It's just it's yeah, that's why it's but, a but yeah, segment now. I think as I is... said last week, it's going to get progressively. Ooh. Oh, it hurts even worse now. Yeah, so it's just Oh, no. Oh, Rekka's head. That's the and then he murders Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So it feels like there's 
I mean, several things that they're sort of leading to, and one of them being Wrecker going out of control. And perhaps they, that's like, I, so may, it, it makes me think that maybe Rex is going to be more towards the end of the season because, like, they're going to get Rex, like, fixed, like, right before it's too late kind of thing. Um, and, but they won't be able to save uh, Crosshair, mm. I think. Yeah. I think the Crosshair uh, is going to have to sacrifice himself in some way. I'm actually curious, too, if, like, Crosshair ends up, I don't know. Do you think oh, this is crazy? But do you think that Darth Vader will pop up in this? Uh, not as not as a like direct adversary to these guys. I don't think maybe maybe. But it, for my taste, it feels like an overuse of him. I, I, you're probably right. If you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's just my right. preference. If he does, I'm gonna be super Jack. excited Ooh, yeah. because sure. I mean, gosh. but uh. Yeah. He, I don't think. I don't think he's necessary. Involving him in every little right. conflict kind of takes away from his mystique, and because I mean, there are there are many in the Empire who don't even know what that guy does. Right, just right. Heard yeah. tell about yeah this guy Vader who exists outside of the chain of command. And, legendary spooky guy. Yeah. If there um, was, if there was one character. That you wanted to see show up in this series, who who would it be? Oh shoot! Oh, that's a good question. Because um, I've thought about it. Because we, you know, we've been like, oh, what if they show up? What if they show up? Like, what's one that, like, even if it doesn't make a ton of sense, if you were just like, oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh my be? god, it would be fucking. Um, what's his little face from Rise of Skywalker? We need more of him. We it we just I want to know his backstory. Who from? Who? Um, oh, oh, Bobby Frick. We need Bobby Frick. Yeah. Can I you, ima- have Can you imagine him like animated too? Yes, I could. He's already a freaking cute puppet. So I like, want it so bad. Yeah, that would be awesome. Damn it. I mean, it's a toss up between Mephisto and Snoke. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Honestly. Uh huh. Actually. I was. Th- this is a tangent, but I've been thinking a lot about Snoke recently, and just like at night when you say your prayers. Yeah, just when I put my head on the pillow. <laughs> yeah. Just, I wonder. I wonder oh what, dear lord. I wonder what those tanks of Snoke are. are <laughs> if they're still around. I don't want to open a wound. I'm just Here frustrated because I actually thought Snoke was like really cool. He oh, was yeah. a cool character, sure. and it was Andy Serkis's interpretation, and just. He was very much a Palpatine figure, but also there was more uh, kind of dark comedy to mm-hmm. him. Yeah, like he was—he's a lot more snide. He's and with all the cloning business, I wouldn't—I'll say it—I wouldn't mind like seeing some Snokeage. I Here's have no the thing. idea. Yeah. D- I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't think about it until you just brought it up. But like, there, there. There is totally a backstory for Snoke. Maybe not the Snoke that exists in the films, but, like, obviously his DNA came from something. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah, Snoke, was not, right. Snoke was not just, like, all Palpatine. He was, you know, a little dash of Palpatine, but, like, DNA of something else. So who who was that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that would be a very interesting story to tell, and I would love to... Even, to even if they just broached it, like... like Blink and you'll miss it. Uh-huh. Like little references to that would then lead you to that answer. That would be kind of that'd be kind of cool. But I yeah. know they've been trying to fill in this the Snoke backstory through the Kylo Ren comics and mm. oh, is that right? And through the Darth Vader ones as well. Mm. And I don't know. It's who's it's all to everyone's Snoke? taste. It's just not super <laughs> satisfying to me. But <laughs> yeah, I um. There's so many severed read, hands out I there in the galaxy. I need to read those, those comic runs. I yeah. also do as well. They're great. They are particularly great watching Luke and young Ben Solo mm. function together. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then yeah. watching Snoke slowly exert his influence over Ben. It's all great. Makes and that's that why I wish tragic. we got a more satisfying explanation to Snoke. Yeah. Because, or 
don't offer an explanation at all. Like Ryan Johnson was saying, he's like, right. it, it didn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Just have right. it be like but be, fully be, But because, right. Mysterious. Because yeah. we were spoiled by having the prequels and learning all about Palpatine and in only a way Ian McDermott could do, we felt like, okay, they've presented a really cool character in Snoke. We have to know we where this guy is yeah. coming from. He's got to have like the most Although all the while Ryan story. is like, it doesn't, you don't. it's not you relevant, don't. but okay. Yeah. And I kind of, I kind of love that, that mindset yeah. with, with a lot of Star Wars. So. Because at the I end of the day, the preserving mystery uh-huh. and whatnot. Right. And, and we're, we're, we're telling the story of a Star War, you know, like it, you know, the politics and the, the, the backstory doesn't necessarily matter in that moment. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad we've gotten it for a lot of stuff because we wouldn't Me be too. talking about Bad Batch. Sure. Right. If, if we didn't, but I think 100%. back to A New Hope when Luke is talking with Obi-Wan. He's like, my father, you fought with my father in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell is the Clone yeah, Wars? Yeah, right. But yeah. your imagination just ran. Yeah. Huh? You know, like, oh, they knew those? what it was, okay. and that's all that mattered. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that sense of mystery. Me It's all too. gone now. No mystery But anyway, anymore. yeah. Yeah, Snoke or Mephisto is who I'd like to, okay. to Mephisto, see. Mephisto. Mephistoke. Mephistoke. <laughs> Omega cracks open the multiverse. And... <laughs> oh oh shit! The Avengers and Harry Potter. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, Aramiga is actually going to be the villain in Multiverse of Madness for sure. We're just we give like fan fiction people so many ideas. They probably yeah. You're steal welcome, everybody. We've probably stolen theirs. Honestly, I, I cannot <laughs> believe this is the first time this has been discussed. Nah. So <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um. Um. I I but hadn't yeah. I didn't even have an answer to the question that I that I proposed to you, but I like Daniel's answer. I want I want Baba Freak. <laughs> yeah, right. One, well, he's kind of a an a, not an underworld character, but he would totally runs fit. in seedier circles. Yeah. I, what about like a young Zori Bliss? Sure. Oh yeah, I can sure. get behind that. I mean, she'd be really. I think she'd be. Pre- I mean, she'd, she'd be, probably be ten or fifteen yeah, I was at this say, point. She'd be a teenager, probably. That'd be but, fun. Uh, yeah. Ooh, that's cool. So many oh. so many people that they could put in there. I know they're not obviously going to No. I mean, we got like Bib Fortuna in this episode. Yeah. And right. So like And he hasn't put on the poundage yet. So no. Yeah. Obviously because yeah. this trim. is pre-return of the Jedi, but <laughs> But it's not uh, as thick these yeah, days. He's looking trim. He's looking very svelte. Good for him. Yeah. Um also I'm just noticing that dope uh poster isn't that your new poster you were talking about it is oh uh, yes very yeah. cool can we pan up i just the see girls. Oh, we got she hulk so it's we've from got a comic, emma frost it's from a down comic below. run called the a force which yeah. um it's a force a force it's just it's just one of them and it is all of the um all of the female superheroes basically freaking cool as hell so it's like the Avengers uh, girl power style. We love it. Yeah. And we guys at all costs. Oh. I, I'm reading the Jonathan Hickman. I've told you this yes. already, but I'm reading the, Jon- the, the entire Jonathan Hickman Avengers run. And How many comics in that entire run? Oh, God. Well, it lasted for over two years, so okay. that many. That's and a lot it of comics. In, it, in, it includes both a new Avengers run and an Illuminati mm, okay. run, and it—I mean, they're all Illuminati. Interwoven. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the oh yeah, I was telling Alyssa about this. So the Illuminati are a group consisting of uh, Charles Xavier, who is dead by this what? time. What? Um, Tony Stark, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. Namor. No, this is uh, not Black based Panther. off of like the the. The Illuminati. No, that, no, like, no, no, no. Okay, no. different, different. But but they do take on, uh, and and Mr. Fantastic. Beyonce is apparently a part of the Beyonce. Illuminati. Beyonce. Yes. Yes, she's like the most but famous Illuminati. This group operates <laughs> kind of in the shadows. The Avengers don't really know about them. Governments don't know about them. And they do the things that others wouldn't. Yeah. And so it puts them in a lot of moral conundrums Mm. so in this run they possess the infinity stones or gems as they are in the comics yes but then they lose them Uh. 
And now Thanos has entered the story. There's a whole lot of other stuff happening, but he has now entered the story. There's a bunch of infighting, and it's just getting messy messy as hell. Oh, I bet. That sounds sounds good. It's very good. That does sound fun. Are you still reading Eternals, Daniel? Are you caught up on the current run? Or I'm you... almost caught up. Yes, it's great. Yeah, it's the it's the most current Eternals. Yeah, it's pretty nice. cool. We're on Very, episode. We got we got the trailer, the new trailer yeah. for the yeah. Eternals film. Um, that trailer that... is sexy. Chloe Zhao. Whoa, how yeah. exciting! Everything about that just looks so. I actually it it sort of um. I remember when when Thor uh, Dark World like trailer came out and I was uh-huh. like, oh, this is like different. Like this is like otherworldly, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Otherworldly, whoa. Otherworldly, whoa. And um, <laughs> I felt like that watching this trailer. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is some very yeah. different. This is a different flavor of, of Marvel. Than- Hopefully it's a little better than the Dark World was, but. Well, yeah. Like we, and we'll and if we that. regard Dark World as like the the least good, I, and I use that purposely, the least good of the Marvel movies. Yeah, because it's not I bad. I can still sit down and watch sure, that movie. Sure, it's still a good movie. Like, it's still a fine movie. Great. Yeah. And in fact, it's better. I think that the, it, like most things, it's it's like a, when you're sitting down in a movie theater and you haven't seen a Marvel movie for maybe a year or yep. two. Yep. And like we've been waiting for so long. And then you get this, you're like, oh, that maybe is a little bit of a letdown. But if you're just watching them in succession and it's just like another yeah. thing that you're like sitting down in your living room, you're like that. It's it's totally enjoyable. Very, very fun. And yeah. good. When I I mentioned Iron Man 2 earlier, I'm reading and, and I, this is a revelation to me, but I'm reading on the Internet that people regard that as by far the worst MCU movie. And it's really? like, wait, wait, Iron Man 2? Why? Robert Downey Jr. and Sam Rockwell alone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, elevate it to good movies status. Yeah, right, right. Oh, that's that, that so is weird. weird to me. The plot, the plot could be terrible, which it wasn't necessarily, yeah. but the plot could be just awful. And if you have Robert Downey Jr. and Sam Rockwell for two hours, I'm like, yeah. Oh, brother. Oh, interesting. Everyone has their opinions. Some of them are stupid. Some of them are really yeah. dumb. But I respect your right to be an idiot. <laughs> you can be an idiot. So here. next be whatever time, you uh, be. next this time we record. Uh, we will have uh, gotten together. I and I didn't even suggest this, but my wife decided that she wanted to watch all of the Marvel movies, the whole it's entire. Good wife right there. I was so excited, and that's when you knew that you weren't getting a divorce, right? It's that's right. the moment I knew. The papers, yeah. the, the papers were signed. <laughs> they were on their way to the lawyers. <laughs> no, she really, she really likes like that genre. Like she loves. Batman movies, like she, yeah, um, but, she but was she, like, she's always been like a DC stan and Marvel. Nah. Um, not really, just mostly the um, Christopher Nolan uh, Batman right. trilogy, like that's her jam. But um, she was like, you know, she since has good taste. we have Disney Plus, like we may as well just watch them in timeline order. Why not? How about that? Um, so we've been watching about one a day, and, and she's we're. Shook. We are at our final, well, including uh, Spider-Man, the second Spider-Man. Right, right, right. Uh, we've got the last two Avengers movies, so Infinity War and Endgame. And, and um, Dino and Daniel are going to come over and watch Endgame with us. Very exciting. I'm, I'm actually worried about what her... I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried. She's she's a person who is not afraid to show her emotions and let them out. No, like she is, and that yeah. that movie will drag them out of the best of you. So. <laughs> and she already like screams and squeals and cries and like <laughs> in all of the movies. So yeah. I'm, and she loves Iron Man. So I'm. Ooh. Wow. That's going to be a tough one. Yeah. I remember I saw that with my mom in the theaters, and she'd seen most of the Marvel movies, and this past summer we actually went back and, and watched all of them in succession. But she she was unconsolable. Oh, really? Inconsolable it, yeah, after that movie. It is, it's really awful and heartbreaking. I don't think that my oh. mom would really like those movies. <laughs> she, I mean, no, she likes I, action movies, she might, but she's she just might. not. She just might not be she like, might. emotionally As emotional. invested right. in them. But the last movie I saw in theaters with my mother was um, 
Mary Poppins too, and she oh, was a mess. She was trying she harder. That makes sense. Yeah. Very, very much. She's like, ah, that ah, tracks. Ah. Like, just She's like, like that very... song sounds like step in time, but it <laughs> isn't, and it's not as good. That was why I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that oh, movie. I thought no. it was very sweet. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was fine. I actually, yeah, I don't know. I really liked it. The nowhere to go but up is such a sweet song. There was some no, really the good, songs were good sweet, but to me, there. but they were I'm very sorry, much like it felt like a carbon to, copy. Yeah, you. I mean, it's the Sherman Brothers. It's yeah, pretty, it's pretty hard to. If they had not made it a musical and just made it a P.L. Travers kind of adaptation mm-hmm. with Emily Blunt. I mean, she, I thought she was like really good. Oh, she's phenomenal. I mean, she's good at everything. Yeah, like, she is. Like, what are like huge shoes to fill? But she like. But gosh, managed. the music has got to. If you're gonna, if you're gonna follow mm-hmm. Mary Poppins, it's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Right. They were doomed to fail. Right. Yeah. And I think that with From with that in mind, because I was just like, I was already preparing myself. I was just like, there's just no possible way. And no. I thought they did a no. It's still, yeah, still a fun job. Movie I enjoyed it. And nostalgic and sweet. Yeah. Um, and I cried. I had a great time. Well, I was in a very vulnerable place. I think. So what, are, <laughs> what other movies do you want to talk oh, about? Oh, okay. Oh my God. Uh, this is, uh, this is since Star Wars is irrelevant now. Yeah. yeah so we we, we talked about uh, we talked about, about we started Legends talking of the Fall. Oh an film. yeah, Legends of the Fall. Isn't that the um uh uh oh God? What does she the say? Chattooga River. What's <laughs> it doesn't Are you matter. Quote I'm sorry. For us or? No, yeah, there's the a famous episode. quote from okay. that movie. Oh God, I can't remember what it is. I know, I I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking I'm, about. It's not. I, I can't. The, the, the quote that I can't get out of my years, head right I, now is the the I love you, always is. have, always will. But that's not from that. Uh, no. What is that? No. You know what that's from, though, right? Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to this. <laughs> yeah, this, this episode's over. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, that that kill was a uh, Clone Wars episode five. Clone Wars. No, bad batch. <laughs> bad batch. Bad batch. <laughs> yeah, it used to be yes, it was. Wars oh my god, look at my shirt. Bad Daniel batch. is sporting some very bad cute Bad Batch merch. Yes, it's available at Hot Topic. Apparently. Apparently. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> I haven't been in one of those since 2007. I don't think. Hey, you know they got some cute stuff nowadays. They they've 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 gone, they've like leaned away from like punk rock and they're now more into like just like hundred percent nerd yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. I'll 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 have you go in there for me. <laughs> I prefer box lunch. I don't know why. Same. I love box they're lunch. Hell cute. Hell cute. Stuff. Yeah. Cute. For my birthday, I got. A really cute ice cream scoop shirt, and each scoop is a different droid. Oh, cute! Yeah, so it's like it's BB-8, R2, and C-3PO. That's adorable. That's very cute. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. (laughs) This is Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast. It is. If you have any thoughts or feelings, uh, or keep them to yourself. Yeah, Yeah, don't don't you dare say anything. Shut your whore mouth. Hold them in and take a bath and go to sleep. That's <laughs> what I like to do. Um, I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Dino Nicandros. May the force be with you. Always. This is Madeline.